Welcome to the Victor Collins Sabre podcast. We pray the Holy Spirit will speak to you and stir you up as you listen to this anointed, transformative, and down-to-earth teaching by Bishop Collins. Discover how God can change your life and ministry forever. Enjoy the message. Hallelujah. Let's pray. Father, this morning, I thank you for gathering like this. I pray you will speak to us, you will affect our lives, help us to be better day in and day out. In Jesus' mighty name, somebody said amen. Wonderful. You may be seated. Sunday morning like this. Wonderful. I I want to um, share, teach you something very important this morning. Romans chapter thirteen and verse seven. Romans. Chapter 13. Let's read from verse 1. Today is a day that we have set aside. It used to be called Galatians 6 6. You get it. And so um, the expectation is of um, a very high spirit, very excited. Just like Jesus was on a donkey on his way to Jerusalem. The people were shouting. The people were dancing. The people were making noise. Because of the person who was on the donkey. Do do, do you understand? And some people didn't like it. Because like, why are you promoting a man? Why, why, Why are you making this man feel important? But it is something that we need to do and we need to learn to practice. Hallelujah. It's because even if I take myself as an example, sometimes the way some of you speak to me and behave towards me. Oh. It's, 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 you just don't know the, the curse that comes with it. That's the ignorance about it. But ignorance is no excuse. But it is because of the lack of this kind of Knowledge about honor. What's the meaning of honor? Can we look at it? If, if the Bible, that's how God said that. If I'm your father, where's my honor? Where's my respect? Where's my love? Where's my trust? Where's my admiration? Where, where, where's, where's the faith and the love? If I am your father. But 
you don't know relationships with father, so it is very difficult to help you understand that. Honor. Let's pray. Honor. So many definitions of it. I hope that that sound that is going on will disappear. Whether you are young or old. (laughs) Rich or poor. That's how we do it in the army. <laughs> I, I, I think it was it Friday that I said it. That is he, if, if you are in the army, I, I don't like the army, but if you are a Guyanese young man and you don't have anything to do with your life, you should go into the army. I don't like the army. I don't think the army is, is, is good for anybody. But if you're a Guyanese young man and you don't know what to do, you want to go to hell, you know, go to the army. Yeah, yeah. Because if you want to go to heaven, I will not advise you to join the army. But the army gives indisciplined, undisciplined people some form of discipline. Even the Guyana type of army, you still come out lawless. Because you come out with, with connections and contacts and, and things that still doesn't make you follow principles. You get it. So you come up, you have your whatever, and you still can do things and you can get away with it. You're above the law, sort of. Are you with me? What is honor? Ah. Honor is high respect or great esteem for someone. Maxwell, I think it's nice, huh? The people are retiring you. (laughs) So you have to show them that you are anointed woman by having a church. So he says, I am bigger than computer and typing. I had people. Come, let me show you my members. Then you say, Kalisha, come. One, two, three. You have members? It's computer use type. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah. Honor is high respect or great esteem for someone. So what we say today is honor your prophet Sunday. It means that today is a day that we have set aside to show high respect and great esteem for Bishop Dag Hewitt Mills. And that now comes with a lot of fanfare and substance. Should I say it again? It comes with a lot of fanfare and substance. I'll come to that in a bit. But let's go to our scripture, Romans chapter 13. I will. Romans chapter 13. Let every soul be subject unto the higher powers. For there is no power but of God. 
the powers that be are ordained of God. Whosoever therefore resisteth the power, resisteth the ordinance of God. And they that resist shall receive to themselves damnation. So, if you resist, and, and sometimes it's nice to resist things. The Bible is saying when you resist, what you are actually going for or bargaining for, what you are inheriting, is condemnation. Hallelujah. And then, he says what? For rulers are not a terror to good works, but to the evil. Will thou then not be afraid of the power? Do that which is good, and thou shalt have praise of the same. It's so simple. Do that which is good. If you don't want any trouble, just do that which is good. Because sometimes you can say, oh, I mean, this and that. Why is this? It's because if you do the good thing, there will not be any problem. It's because you don't do the good thing. So, so then there's something about you or about something to talk about. And you can't blame anybody because you have created it. Is somebody listen to me. Am I talking to the right church? Yeah. Jada Greenwich, are you there? Beautiful. So the Bible says that. Where? Where are we? For he is the minister of God. Verse 7. Let's go to verse 7 faster. Render therefore to all their dues. Render therefore to all their dues. What does it mean? New Living Translation. What does it say there? Render therefore to all their dues. Give to everyone what you owe them. Hmm. Catchy. Give to everyone what you owe them. does it mean? It means that for you may not know but you owe people in your life. (laughs) Stephen Caesar, leader, the Bible says that Give to everyone what you owe them. That is the statement. Forget about what is coming. Pay your taxes. That is just examples of the, the owing that you owe and the type of, it's like example of the people you owe. But if you look at it in a broader sense and if you really want to follow this, this scripture, there are people in your life who you owe. And the lack of admiring, the lack of honoring is what doesn't make people do well in life. The lack of giving such people great respect and and, and giving them esteem high, holding them in high esteem. The lack of that is what doesn't make people do well in life. 
You say I should preach. <laughs> Thank you. He came to listen. Yeah. He said, talk to he said, preach to them. Tell them no. Yeah. 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 <laughs> should I say it again? Is that grace? Are you called Grace? Or Sarah? Sarah. Okay. Twelve years old. Okay, I hope you understand what I'm saying at the age of 12. All right. The Bible says that give to everyone who, what you owe them. I don't owe anybody apart from courts. And did you sell? <laughs> but I'm sure I'm going to get talked up Monday. I'm going to top my phone up. So I'll finish paying them. So you see, in, 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 a, um, in, a, in a form of short-sightedness, you don't even benefit from the scripture. Because I don't owe anybody but, but court. And I'm paying every month. So this scripture, please, go to the next verse. This scripture doesn't apply to me. No, 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 no. Stick up in there. Stick up in there. There are people, when you say everyone, there are people who are in your life who you don't owe money. You owe respect. You owe gratitude. You owe appreciation. And those people, you have to take time and appreciate them seasonally. Seasonally. Because before Jesus was going to help the woman at the well, he asked her for some water. Before Elijah asked the widow that God has sent for Elijah to in 1 Kings chapter 17, before the woman qualified for give me some food, the first thing Elijah asked her was give me some water to drink. And the give me some water to drink was a test of whether she's the right person who is qualified for Elijah's presence. Should I say it again? First Kings 17, if you dare to go there, uh, if you want to follow me with the preaching. The Bible says that God told Elijah, go to Zarephath. I have commanded a widow there to sustain you in this drought in this famine season to sustain you I love it then Elijah goes to Zarephath and right at the gate she sees a woman gathering sticks and she, he, he realized that she's a widow because her dressing culturally gives her away because in those cultures, if you are not married, you dress in a certain way. If you are married, you dress in a certain way. And if you are a widow also, you also dress in a certain way. In East India, they put your colors or round colors on their foreheads. You call it tell that. <laughs> Red or black. It has a meaning. I'm not sure about what it means, but I'm sure red maybe means that you are a widow or black means you are married. There's something, and if you don't have anything, that means that you are available. So it wasn't difficult for Elijah to pick up the lady as a widow. 
And when he came to the gate of the city, behold, the widow woman was there gathering of sticks. And he called to her and said, fetch me, I pray thee, a little water in a vessel that I may drink. Now ask yourself, if this is the woman who's supposed to give him food, why is he asking her for water? Josh. thought the fire was too strong. You can't resist it. Or maybe it's the fire. It's burning you too much. Are you following? I'm teaching you something. There is a lot of things that we gain when we honor the people who we have to honor. There's a lot of gain in paying our dues or paying back to those we owe in this life. You'll be surprised a person you owe in this life that you don't even think about. Which affects your prosperity and your progress in life without you even knowing. Remember I'm saying that there was definitely something that recognized the woman as a widow. Otherwise, he would not have spoken to her and the Bible wouldn't have said there was a widow woman there. But the next thing which is critical is this. There, uh, do you agree with me that there were a lot of widows in Zarephath in those days? Do you agree with me that when Abraham sent his servant to go and look for a wife for Isaac, his son, that there were a lot of women qualified to be his, his wife? A lot of God-fearing women? A lot of good women? How? do you select the right one? You have to organize a test to realize that this sample is the right sample or this sample is the wrong sample or this money is counterfeit or this gold is real. You have to run a test. One day I'm going to preach you what a cup of water will do for you. (laughs) So for the widow to, to, to qualify for even Elijah asking her for food. Because Elijah can't just go around asking every widow, are you the widow? God told me, are you the widow? Are you the widow? Lord, why are you giving me such a problem? I've seen ten widows. Which one of them? Elijah said, anybody who will give you water is somebody who is so open to you, who so admires and respects you that now you can release whatever you have to that person. So he asked the the woman, get me some water to drink. If you go to the next verse 11, as she was going to fetch it, then Elijah says, this is the woman. This is the right person. This is the right person. This is the right person. Then he goes on to say, bring me, I pray, a morsel of bread in your hand. Now I can ask the, the, the right person for food because you can't talk to anybody for food though. If God sends you for something, you can't just go and say, oh, are you the one? Mini, 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 mo. Is that what you say? No, 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 no. Lord, one, one, two, two, three, three, four. Lord, why have you given me? No, no, no. There is a way to find out. That's why Abraham's servant said, Lord, I pray thee, I'm standing at this well. The woman will come and fetch water. And I'll ask the woman to give me water to drink. And then she will say, no problem. I will even give water to your camels. Let that be the, the woman who passes the test. Rebecca passed the test. 
That's why she became Isaac's wife. That's why this woman was the one whose son, in the course of time, son died and came back to life because she was the one God had appointed for this thing. If she had failed, that would have been her, 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 the end of her life. Jesus wanting to help the woman at the well asked the woman, give me some water to drink. Because the woman has man problems, she, start, she started murmuring. What's your problem? You're Jew, i Samaritan. You don't have nothing to do with me. I is Indian, you is black. We don't, inter- we don't do interracial marriages. But Jesus said, if only you know who is talking to you. So Jesus had to come down. Because he realized that the girl here, she had him good. Different men have molested her. So she, she's not thinking straight. She sees another man and she blocks off anything she can ever get. So Jesus said, lady, be careful. You have to look clearly. Look carefully at the person who's, as he said, you. You don't even have anything to fetch the water, you say. I should look at you. You give me what, water of life. You don't have bucket to. I say, hey, man, hey, hey, bye, hey, rest yourself. You when I look at you, you can't even take care of me. You can't even take care of yourself. And you say, you want married me? What is your problem, man? He said, can you believe that this da- dangle girl who has had a lot of men in her life is telling Jesus that you don't have bucket to fetch water? You telling me you give me water? When you do, is you begging me for for for? <laughs> you you are asking me to marry you. When you when I look at you, you don't even have anything. See that is why the greatest policy really for in a woman is to really be spiritual, not looking at what a man has or what he doesn't have. But we have wicked men around here, so they don't make that thing work. Because as as you are going to. As you are going to be spiritual enough to just accept them the way they are. They are wicked men. So did they make rubbish of the, the, the preaching and the, the things of God. Because a woman really should look at the spirituality of a man. How the man loves the Lord. And marry him. And then live with him. Forget about what he has or what he doesn't have. But them men of today, they are not like that. They are deceptive. So, let me tell all, the, all of you guys who are looking for women. I will never get involved in whatever you do when it comes to a woman. I will not. I will not. Yeah, no, you, 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 you have to understand it from today. If you like somebody, it's you and the person's business. I don't come in at all. Why am I saying this? I have learned by experience. <laughs> that when I come in, you rubbish my presence. You, you don't even respect my coming in. You, 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 make me, you, make me, you make me a very bad person in the whole thing. And so I pull myself out. It's your business. When, we, when you're ready to get married, if you want counseling, you can say it. If you don't want counseling, it's no problem. I have plenty of reverend ministers now. They can marry you tomorrow morning. Yeah. If lighters have not come, you wouldn't even know anything about marriage counseling anyway. In the beginning, it wasn't so. Because you lack understanding of a father's involvement in something. And so, as I'm involved, you are, you are disrespecting my involvement. I have now put myself out. So now, you have to work for whatever you think you deserve. It's up to you. 
Anybody, you, you can bring a, a monkey. It's okay. Once the monkey says yes, it's okay. I don't have a problem with that. Yeah. Mon- monkey says yes. Pastor <laughs> Gary, I hope you understand what I'm trying to say. Why are you watching she? It's me you got to watch. You get catch it. It's even a peep. <laughs> She's smiling up. <laughs> yeah. Are you with me? So that's your answer. If you're looking for an answer. Yeah. Because you you would not remember me and treat each other well. Yeah, you, when your feelings come, you don't care who brought you, who was part of the... the, the and and that, that, is, that, is, that is something Christians do. Because of God, you don't do something bad. Because of God, because of this person, what he, what he means to me, I will not do this. But many of you lack that part of, of, of humanity. And so, I don't want to strive with you forever. The Bible says, my spirit will not strive with man forever. So just be happy. Do what you have to do. Just be a Christian. Stay away from fornication. Stay away from whatever. And then when the two of you feel you are right, you want to marry, that's fine. You, you, you get it? But that, that's the step forward. Because otherwise, you'll fight, uh, you'll argue. Uh, then it's like the man of God is arguing with a, a normal church member who is who's almost insignificant. The father is arguing with his child. Yeah, everything that's arguing, everything that's talk, everything that's... No, 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 I don't, I don't, I don't want that at all. I don't need it. I don't want to grow old because of you. <laughs> yeah. so, so, this church must mature in respect for people who we have to respect. Because if you don't take care, if you don't take care, that's the same thing that will happen between you and your father or you and your mother. Who you owe? Angelica, you owe your life to your mother. She's the one who carried you for nine months. Why do you think you don't owe her anything? Why should she not talk your business? You're a big woman. Now you can't do. No, you owe. If you have a mother here, you owe your life to your mother. Wait until you carry nine months. Then you 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 learn some things. You owe your life to your father. Your father. Your father. Most fathers are the ones who take care of things, responsibility, expenses, and things. Most fathers are working hard to make sure that the wife and children are having the right kind of care. You owe your life to your father. You you owe your life to your father. How can you just, just tell your father, suck your teeth on your father. Because, because he doesn't take care of you now or because you don't have a good relationship with him or because your father does some things that you think that is wrong. Do you know what it is to be a father and do wrong things? Have you been there before? 
one what you owe them. That is what is important. You owe your life to the person. So forget about, oh, but this person, can you imagine that you, you owe court? And then when you went to court, um, uh, or, or they are calling you, they are bombarding you, they are calling you, and they say, you know what? I owe you, but the way you are bombarding me, I ain't like it, so I ain't paying you. <laughs> Only one month I didn't pay. Look at how much you are calling me. I vex. I will never pay you. You, you think you can behave like that? <laughs> Is, is somebody listening to me? You have to, you have to think about honor, respecting whoever is in your life without looking at what is wrong with them. What is wrong with them is not your business. Where is here? I'm serious. Your mother may be on your case. Get up, wash the dishes. Get up, this, this. You, but you can't say you don't owe her your life. That is why people don't see a difference between Christians and unbelievers any longer. Because the unbelievers don't respect. We too, we don't respect. The unbelievers suck their teeth. And Java. And then the Christians also suck their teeth. It's like, as you say right here. The, the, the girls who go to church they are disobedient to their mothers. And the ones who don't go to church are also the same. So there's no difference, Kimian. Because we are not seeing ourselves from the Bible's point of view to say that we will pay everybody we owe in our lives. Everybody we owe. Your nursery school teacher. You've forgotten her. Your nursery school teacher. Your primary school teacher. Your, your integrated science teacher, your homework teacher, how the teacher liked you, how the teacher loved you, you have forgotten them. Your sister, your brother. That is why in, in, traditionally in the Bible, when a woman is, when you go and pay the dowry for the bride price for a woman, you also give an offering to her brothers. Because you owe them. Remember when somebody, somebody raped Dinah? Jacob's 12, 12 boys. The, there was a girl, the 13th, who was a girl. Was, she was called Dinah. When somebody raped the girl, the, the, I think it was Simon and somebody, they went to kill the person who raped their sister. Why? Because you can't do that thing to my sister. So if you never get raped and you have brothers, it means that it's your brothers, because of your brothers, why you were not raped. And so whoever comes to honor you and takes you away from your parents must recognize the presence of the brothers in your life. You owe the brothers of the woman you are marrying. Natasha. You think that, oh, my brothers, what's your problem? Your brothers, the presence of the brother rather scares people away from your life. Because some people know that once you have a brother, if they do something wrong, the brothers will rise up against them. You have not gone to hustle a girl 
whose brothers will be throwing stones at you. That's why you don't understand what I'm talking about. You, you go to Africa and go and hustle girls. Jacobs, if, if Lady Pastor Tamika had brothers. Brother? <laughs> That's why you will not understand. If I come in and I say something, you say, why the man, why the man bothering me like that? Because you have not had brothers who would do what I am trying to do. Not so it's like, I am stepping into a place that you don't have an idea about. But if she had brothers, are you not sure that if she goes to complain to them, they will, they will call you? They buy, hey, what am I? What are you doing about? <laughs> yeah, what are you doing to me, sister, madam? It's me, sister, but you can't, you can't disrespect me, sister, you know. I want you. I want you. You can't disrespect me, sister. <laughs> is, is that not true? Yeah, if you were a boy. <laughs> yeah. No, so the Bible says, give to everyone who owe you. Castello doesn't know that he owes you his life. He, he doesn't know. When Castello was coming, and we said we we're going to pick him up, he had organized his father's side to come and pick him up from the airport. It was just at the, at the nick of time I told Pastor Gavin, Lefty, Lefty, he's Guyanese. When he gets to the airport, he knows how to get home. It was good we did that. Because he had already organized people outside his mother's life. Because he's fighting with me in the church now. So he's going to his father's side. He didn't, he didn't even last one month. Then you come to his mother and say, Hey, mommy, you all right? Then you spend the night. Then you leave one or two clothes. Then you come and spend, and you throw it. <laughs> you should have thrown it away. But you know women and their children. That's my son. And slowly, he moved into his mother's life. When he thought that, he doesn't owe that woman anything. Yeah. And he's going to make a child now. And it's like the child, the child is being taken care of by his mother and his grandmother. Yeah. And the boy has walked into people's life. He doesn't even have an idea where what's happening to him. He's just flowing. And, and it is important for even that little boy to grow up and say, Ah, my grandmother, my great-grandmother. They are the ones who used to take me to church. It is them. And, and never play or joke with them at all. Give to everyone what you owe them. You owe me. You owe me. No, I put to you that you owe me. Jacobs, where is he? You owe me. Never think that you don't owe me in this. I've never. Your greatest mistake will be that you will think that, that's what those guys and seen all these guys. They, that is that is what has taken them with they, they they thought they don't they don't owe me. You owe me, and it is difficult to erase it because you already have a child with a girl that you you, you married in my church. Unless you kill her and kill your child, even then, you can't erase the years. That you used to stay in the church that I'm a pastor of. The years that I took you to school. I took him to music school. Summer music school. To go and learn to play the trumpet. Every, every uh, afternoon I used to go and pick them up. Not so. 
Saturday, when I go to my house, you'll be sleeping in the house. you see him lying on the, in the living room. Yeah. You're the same boy. Yeah. Yeah, in my house. Yeah. When my wife cooks, she gives me food. No, no, she's taking some on the side to, to go and give it to him. He, 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 he owes me. He owes me. He owes me. He owes me. <laughs> he owes me. He owes me. If you are sitting on a chair here, you owe me. <laughs> There's nobody here who doesn't owe me. If it's Jeremiah, if it's if it Jeremiah, you owe me. <laughs> Brother Jeremiah, you owe me. Brother Isaiah, you owe me. With a cross, you owe me. Sister Amira, you owe me. Oh, you don't think you owe me? You don't even know how much you owe, you owe me millions of dollars. <laughs> Never be deceived. You owe me. Not $200, not $300. Your life. Those who thought they didn't owe me anything, they are out now. And you were in the same school with them, all of them. When they thought that I am nothing, that's why they are where they are. Give to everyone what you owe them. I tell you. You owe me. You owe me. Jada, you don't have an idea. You owe me. <laughs> you owe me. Jada Greenwich, you owe me. <laughs> you owe me. Things that have happened even before you came into the world. You don't know. I don't know who is here. Who doesn't owe me? Rav, your face like you don't owe me. You owe me. <laughs> you owe me. <laughs> <laughs> you owe, you owe big time, Rav. Big money you owe me. <laughs> you owe me gold, you owe me all that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. Anybody who says they don't owe me, you should stand up, let me see. So, once upon a time, I had a couple. The gentleman is not in church anymore. But the wife comes to church one, one time. Their first daughter, they put Collins in her name. Now, the guy doesn't have a relationship with me anymore. But he still owes me. He doesn't even know that he owes me. <laughs> he has to go to court and change the daughter's name. Even if he changes the daughter's name. I remember when the daughter was born. When they came, the, the wife came out of the hospital. I went to the supermarket. You remember? I went to do shopping. Yes. With diapers and everything. And I went to their home. All the way on the east coast. I said, I've come to. This is the first time like, from the hospital. I just want to give you like a status pack. So this, that, that, that. 
Today, the boy is not in church. This is how you do quiet time. Those who don't know how to do quiet time. You have to ask yourself, everyone? What do you mean by everyone? Then you have to, everyone, eh, so, because if God is telling you, oh, it means that you don't know. So you can't say, oh, yes, yeah, Lord, I know, I know, I know. I'm going to pay him, man. I just, this month when I draw me salary, I'm going to pay him. No, that's not what God is talking about. It is definitely not about money. There was some respect, some honor, some admiration, something, some good words about somebody you owe. If you owe me, then I'm saying that you owe Bishop Daggy what may else. You owe him. I said, you owe Bishop Daggy what may else. You owe him. You owe him. <laughs> yes. Yes, yeah, it's a good place to stand on. Yeah, you owe him. <laughs> you owe him. You owe Bishop Dag. You have This church here in this country, we owe all of us. We owe Bishop Dag. He would mills. We owe him. 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 Take your seat. I like the way you stood up. Now we owe him so much that we have to start paying it now. Because otherwise, people come and we go to jail. The overdue of the payment is too much. Because if it wasn't, I didn't know about a country called Guyana. Never heard of Guyana before 2005. Never. 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 He's the one who said, Collins, I want you to go to Guyana. I said, Guyana? I had to go on worldatlas.com to find where. I said, ah, South America. I see. Then I started, Guyana, that's all. Uh, uh, Jonestown, Jones, uh, Jim, oh, yeah, 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 Guyana tragedy, yeah, 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 that's, ah. And I came. I've been here for 17 years. We owe Bishop Doug Heward Mills. And the Bible says, <laughs> you have to pay everyone you owe. So on a day like this, a Sunday like this, then we are coming to pay. Do you know what, what it means when you're going to pay somebody something you owe? <laughs> so write this thing down. How to honor with ease. Yeah, honoring with ease. Honoring with ease. Honoring with ease. So I said, I got this fancy blue thing here. I'm wearing it today because it's a hype day. 
And when I came, I didn't see no balloons. I said, Lord God Almighty. Because honoring or honoring, honor comes with fanfare and substance. When you're going to honor, it comes with fanfare and substance. You Guyanese don't know how to organize fanfare and substance for spiritual things. You see the you see the, the, the Providence Stadium area. You see the garbage I was coming this way. You see the confusion and garbage. That that's that's what we know to do. Bacanal. You see the garbage. You see the, the spots that have risen up out of the, the Providence Stadium area. Countess that come from nowhere to park in the corner and just alcohol music. How people have arisen with fanfare and stupid stop signs to make people get high. You will not have an idea how much sex took place this week with that other stuff. Yeah. How many people lost their virginity to people in this period? That this period of, of cricket. You think it was cricket that people play? People are also sexy. Yeah. It's fanfare and substance. And, and that is how you honor. When the Bible says that when, when, um, when the queen of Sheba went to Jerusalem to go and uh, pay a courtesy call on Solomon, she took with her a lot of substance. And I'm sure she was dressed up. That's what I'm saying that I don't want to go into the negativity of today because I want to give us we want to give ourselves time. You went to a Bible school, you didn't pay anything. Can you calculate if a day was one dollar? Can you calculate the three, four years? How much? How much if you have to honor that yourself? We owe. We owe. And we do every year. Every year. That is why in, in, the, in, the, in, the, in the annals or in the history of the Israelites, every year they will go to the house of the Lord to offer sacrifice. Because it's like you, you have to remember the God of your fathers on a yearly basis. Now it's just on a weekly basis. And even that one, we don't even do it. Sunday is a day to honor God. It is. Sunday is a day to honor God. The whole week, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Sunday, you come and you honor your God. Jesse, your God. You are my God. I call you Savior Jesus, Jesus. You are my God. Here I am to worship. Here I am to say that you are my God. Every blessed Sunday is a time for you to come. It's not a time to come to church. It's time to come and honor God. So we come with substance and fanfare. Don't forget those two words. Substance and fanfare. Offering. We dress up. We come and we jump up. You should see, you should see the praise and worship and how disconnected people are from the praise and worship. You should see it. If you should see it, if you, if, if you, if you understand praise and worship. The people on stage are doing their thing. 
the people in the congregation are doing it because there is there, there is the lack of the knowledge of I have come to honor him and it comes with singing it comes with dancing it comes with money it comes to the excitement it comes to joy you can't you can't come to church with your face screwed up it is not honorable i was glad when they said unto me let us go into the house of the lord but today we and we also many people in our lives. That's true. You see, even sometimes when you when you um you go to university and all of that, and you get a job, then the government says you have to work for us five years. So you owe us. We took care of your tuition in the university. We took care of your scholarship. You didn't have to worry about paying fees. Now it's time for you. Five years of your life is for us, the Cooperative Republic of Guyana. Come and lodge your passport. You can't go anywhere for five years. Whenever you want to travel, you have to ask permission to travel. I went there before. I took a church member with me. He was going to university. I said, let's go and see if the government will give you scholarship. I thought, I thought it was easy. When they started bringing the thing, one of the things, requirements was to bring a transport. Yes. Because the money that they are going to spend on you for about three years, four years, they, they want a collateral. No car, not car papers. The, 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 the least or something they can identify with is a transport. So I told the church member, I said, Charlie, this is the end of God's provision. <laughs> I don't have a transport from God to help, so let's go. Yeah. Because as the government takes care of you, you Oh, the government. How come, how come you, you will take you to Bible school and you just come, you just leave the church. Just leave the church. You think about it. You go to Bible school, you are taking care of the spiritual friendship, the relationship, the spiritual showers. Then you come back to Guyana and then you just leave the church. Ah! If you are going to Guyana, Ghana, you should bring a transport. Jonathan, you should bring a transport. Tell your auntie to bring her transport. <laughs> Shaquille, you should bring her transport. Yeah. So when you come back and you go, at least we have a house. <laughs> well, we are serious. We rent it and collect back our money. You see, because when you go into the secular world, you don't get anything for free. There's nothing free in the secular environment. So when you get it free in a church, you don't even respect it. That's what I'm saying. That you don't even understand how, what it means to get a wife here. Yeah. I remember a young lady's mother was asking me, she said, Bishop, I see my daughter and some young man close. I'm not comfortable. What, is, what do you think? I said, I don't think nothing. <laughs> let, let the people be free. Freely have you received, freely give. <laughs> you, you, you don't even have an idea what that means that I tell somebody who gave birth to her child because she's in the church I'm telling the woman back off relax yourself yes simmer your body so that you the woman and the man can have some liberty under my care to 
get to know each other. You don't even have an idea. You see, you should give, when you got a beloved, you should bring an offering. That's, that's the th- those are the things you don't know. It helps you appreciate what you are doing. Oh, yes. Because if, when a woman messaged me and said, Really? I see. Okay. Consider it dis- dissolved. I bumped that bread. That was, that's, that's the end of it. That, that's the end of it. I'll even preach about you here on stage if you don't take care. You'll be my, I'll mention your name, where you live. I'll mention you right here and I'll preach about you if you don't. Ah, I, and I, wherever you are sitting, you know me, I can do that. But you enjoy a free ride. There's no appreciation or honor. Honor it is, number one. You ready? I'll give you one and we'll, we'll close. <laughs> it's right here in the book. Honor with love and faith. Honor with love and faith. To honor with ease you have to honor with love and faith. You feel like a man of God now? You're happy. I see that you're happy. It's good. Yeah. Children, they're not doing bad. It's not difficult. It's not difficult. It's, it's we who think the children can't do it. It's like teaching your, 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 your children how to drive. It's like you're too young. Meanwhile, no child drive me and all of that. You are, you are depriving them. Yeah. So I hope you young people are learning how to drive. Those whose parents have cars and all of that. Yeah, Alexis, are you, are you, is it working? It's working. It's not working. If you get resistance, you should tell me. You know me. I, I'll sort things for you. At least on one side. Yeah. Is it working? Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, man, you should learn how to drive. Can she learn how to drive? So you deliver some of the packages. Why not? Yeah. Two is better than one. Yeah. Or see, you come and rest, and then you just, he said, he said Dude, I have one in perfect, one in number two. Let me eat it. You deliver for me. By the time you come back out, I'll finish eating. Yeah. yeah. Learn how to drive. Yeah. Max, learn how to drive. Yeah. Get the driver's license. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Learn how to drive. So our children will learn how to drive like that, like that, like that. Many people don't have cars. Many people don't have the opportunity. Isn't it, Josh? What do you think? Yeah. You good? It's a good policy. Are you eating chicken today? Ah, chicken. Nice chicken. How to honor with this, number one? Honor with love and faith. Let me tell you. If you're going to honor, it has to come out of love and your faith in the person you're honoring. Yeah. So I'm saying that if you are not ready today, it's okay. Because we have to honor Bishop Daggio Mills with love and faith. 
How did this man know that I needed a church like this? Well, I believe in this man. Faith in him. Because we cannot be here and not have faith in the leader of the church. We must believe in that human being. You honor with love and faith. Do you think the woman, if you read John chapter 11, you can go there, John chapter 11 verse 1. John chapter 11. John chapter 11 verse 1. Now a certain man was sick named Lazarus of Bethany, the town of Mary and her sister Martha. Verse 2. It was that Mary which anointed the Lord with ointment and wiped his feet with her hair. Whose brother Lazarus was sick? This Mary was a woman who anointed Jesus' feet. Do you think that you will anoint somebody's feet that you don't love and you don't have faith in? To anoint somebody's feet is serious. I hear there are some couples, sometimes people lick people's toes. You have to have faith in the toe. <laughs> the big one, the big one. The big one. Oh, this is a big two. <laughs> yeah. Are you sure this toenail doesn't have a cup cup inside? Cup cup. <laughs> I mean, are you willing to put this toe in your mouth? Hey, fungus? Smelling toes? Hey, Coco, can you just look at this toe and just uh, um, Hey! <laughs> you gotta put pickle and some custard on it. You, you put some strawberry on it. That's what you used to do to Aquila. <laughs> This is a killer here. Your husband puts strawberry on your toes. And he's doing hum. <laughs> so, Sati, the way you are laughing, I'm wondering. <laughs> it's possible, right? <laughs> I hear people, people take people's toes. I mean, lick her. It's like you love the person so much that you forget that there could be gems there. Ah, it touched Jesus in the heart. He says, This everywhere the gospel is preached, this woman will be remembered. Put ointment on his feet, wipe it with it. You have to have love and faith in that person to do that. If you see how people, the Bible says when Jesus was entering to Jerusalem, they took their clothes, their, 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 their what? Tamar, what is it, Tamar? They took their cloth and they put it on the ground 
and the donkey, Jesus was not even walking. It was a donkey who was, the donkey who stepped on people's dresses. It's love and faith. So if you're going to honor, if you're going to pay everyone you owe, you have to have love and faith in the person, in what you are doing. And if we are going to do that, then when I say we owe Bishop Dagwood Mills, you can't bring $1,000, I beg you. That's iPass. That's iPass. Yeah, go and come again. So that's why I say, if you are ready today, we'll take your oath. I'll, I'll take it. If you are ready today, it comes in an envelope. We'll write your name. Write, say, I'm honoring my prophet. Name, honoring my prophet. Write the amount. And put envelope and put in an offering back. Nicely. We have to honor with ease. We owe Bishop Dagwood Mills. You don't have to see somebody to owe them. You don't have to see somebody to owe them. You don't even have to know somebody to owe them. Some of you, you owe, you, the person you owe, you are living in the person's house, you've not even met the person. You owe the person. One of, the, one of the beautiful things in life is to have a place to stay that you have peace. Yeah. A place to live peace. Peace and breeze. That you don't have somebody every day on your case. There are people rowing and people say wobbing and then banging doors and all of It's peace. So if you find yourself in an environment like that, you have to, you have to understand that I owe this person. I owe this person. That's when I wake up in the night in my house. I see lights are on. I said, them people don't understand. Yeah, no, 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 they don't pay light bill. They don't understand. Yeah. Yeah. Andrew, what was it? Was it yesterday in the morning? Andrew was in my house. I think yesterday in the morning I, I was talking to him. I said, how are you? How do you, you sleep? You sleep? He said, he's all right. I said, of course. This house, everybody here is all right. <laughs> if you sleep in this house, you must be alright. Yeah, isn't it? Yeah, you feel nice. Wonderful. I felt, I felt real. You will sleep there again. <laughs> <laughs> you owe people you don't even I told you, you owe your brother. You owe your sister-in-law. Yes. You owe them. You owe them. I tell you. <laughs> yes. You owe them. Huh? Owe them. Yeah, you, you, you. If you say you don't owe, I don't know what, what, which planet you're on. Yeah? Jada Greenwich. You owe your grandmother. <laughs> yeah, you owe she bad. Give to everyone you owe. And I'm saying that if we bring all of them on the list, we can't focus on, we will focus in on Bishop Dagwood Mills today. It's just once a year, or sometimes twice a year, it's birthday, those who feel. But I think at least twice a year, it's, it's still worth it. All right? So you honor with love and faith. If there's no love, if there's no faith, there's no honor inside. When I was building my house, 
I'm still building anyway. But there was a part, I'd not moved there. I had a gentleman who was helping me. And um, he, one day I went to the site. He told me, is there, what was it? At a wedding anniversary, or was the wife, some, some, something, wife's birthday, something. Birthday. So, I, I, the guy brought cake for his wife to the work, work site, to my house that I'm building. It's a church member. So I said, wow, okay. Then I'm waiting. Is she going to say, oh, she'll pass through. Hey, you go to work and your wife passed through. Wow, it's beautiful. Okay, so I'll wait. And when she comes, we'll celebrate. So I was there. A few minutes later, she came. I said, happy birthday. It's okay. Before I, want, I want you to come and pray for you before I leave. So she came and I prayed for her. Cake. I said, oh, cut the cake. Cut the cake. I said, put it in his mouth and he put it on your kiss. I videoed the whole thing. Yeah. In my house. I said, buddy, you are celebrating in the house that I have not moved in yet. Yeah, kissing in the house that I have not kissed in yet. You owe me. Which ba- basman place you could take kick and let your wife come and kiss your wife at the workplace there? Construction. You idle. You idle. Yeah, she got to wait outside. I remember I did that to somebody, a carpenter, and he got vexed. He came to work in my house and as he was working, somebody uh, was at the gate. It was a lady. So I, I, I said, who's that? He said, She's the wife of the man who is working there. She's here to help. I said, you can't come in. So I asked the man, what's that? He said, oh, that's my wife. I work with her. She does sanding. When I'm doing carpentry, she does the sanding. I said, but you, you didn't tell me that you work with your wife. I, she can't come here. The man vexed. The man, go, the man vexed. Pack his tools. He was leaving. I said, oh, you, buddy, you, 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 are, you are past me. You are, you are here to work. If you have a worker, you should come the first day with a worker. So that anytime you're coming, I know it's two of you are coming. Whether it's your wife or your girlfriend, I don't care. But at least that's somebody, a laborer who's working with you. But you can't be coming for about one week and then one, one night, some lady knocking me door. If it's a bandit, how do I know it's a bandit? I spoke with me, wife, and nobody treats me like that. I said, you come to my, this is me, house. Yeah, I made the roof, you come into, anybody who enters the gate here, I must give permission. To do it with love and faith. I'm telling you. Otherwise, you are not honoring. Amen. Stand to your feet, please. <laughs> every eye closed, every head bowed. You are here this morning. You are not saved. You are not born again. You want to say, Bishop, please pray for me. I want to give my heart to Jesus. If you are here, like, I want to be born again. Are here like that. I want to pray with you. Every eye close, every head bow. You want to lift up your right hand and say, Bishop, I need God. I need Jesus. I want to be saved. I want my life to change. I want to be a brand new person. Bishop, please pray with me. I need Jesus. You are here like that. Just your right hand so I can pray with you. 
God bless you. I see that hand. God bless you. Love and faith. You know, Jesus, I believe in you. You deserve my life. I want to give my life to you. Just your right hand up high. God bless you. See that right hand. God bless you. Anybody else? If you lifted up your hand, I want to ask you to please come to me. Come to the front. Come, sweetheart. Come, Zelina. Come. God bless you. Call for them as they come. You lifted up your hand. I said, Bishop, please pray for me. Jesus deserves my life. Come to the front. I want to pray for you. God bless you. Clap. Are you not clapping? A little girl coming, call for her. Wow. Wow. Close your eyes and lift up your two hands like that. Church, let's close our eyes. And if you're here, Denisha and Zelina, pray this prayer with me. Church, join in as we pray. Say with me, Heavenly Father, I am a sinner. Forgive me of all my sins. Wash me with the blood of Jesus. I believe with my heart and I confess with my mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord. I believe Jesus died for me. I believe God raised him from the dead. I believe Jesus is alive. I invite Jesus now to come into my heart to be my Lord and my Savior. From today, I confess Jesus as my savior. I believe I'm saved. I believe I'm born again. I believe my name is in the book of life. And I believe I'm a child of God. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. Amen. Wow. God bless you. For booking and more information on the ministry of Victor Collins, please call us on 592-691-53 or email us at shepherdhousegy at gmail.com God richly bless you